On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. It's like taking a rock and dropping that rock in the water. The ripples on our mental health are lasting for a very long time. And so there's never been more of an important time to look at how do we improve mental health well-being? How do we treat it as prevention and intervention, not only in crisis? And how do we make reality our friend as women that there's been a great impact on our mental well-being, but there are things we can do about it? Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, lady, we are super excited for today's guest in Cultivating Her Space. So we're just going to jump right on into this juicy conversation so you can take notes and all that good stuff. Cara McNulty, DPA, is president of behavioral health and mental well-being at CVS Health, a leading provider of mental health and employee assistance program solutions to members and communities around the globe. She oversees a national team that spearheads the development of CVS Health and Etna's programs, products, capabilities designed to offer individuals easy access to quality, innovative treatments and meet people wherever they are along the continuum of mental well-being. Cara is a highly regarded executive leader and population health scientist whose success in driving population well-being outcomes spans the employer, government, payer provider, startup, and education sectors. She's known for her ability to integrate confirmed health science into practical business models that drive measurable outcomes. What an impressive fancy bio. We're going to have to dive more into what that means, Cara, but welcome to Cultivating Her Space. We are so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, we will jump into this conversation with our quote of the day. You need so much more than mental health or well-being in this era of discrimination, invisibility, and psychological warfare. You need an impermeable web of protection for your mind. 
That quote comes to us from Dr. Rita Walker, who we've had as a previous guest on the show and who is the author of Addressing Unapologetic Black Mental Health. And so, Cara, when you hear that quote and we think about what it means to address mental health, mental well-being, and the work that you do at CVS, can you kind of go back and explain to us, because Terry read us your impressive resume, and I know that a lot of our listeners are like, wait, I thought CVS was a pharmacy. So can you explain to us what CVS Health is doing to address mental health needs? Sure. What a beautiful quote by Dr. Walker. I'd first start by saying I'd boil that down. She's talking about having a superhuman power shield up that protects that inner energy and deflects all the things that suck the best out of us. And so I love that quote because there's never been a more necessary time for us as females, as women in community, to have up our superhuman power shield and protect that mental health well-being. So what I do in a nutshell is help those we serve, whether that's through a CVS store, whether that's through Aetna Insurance, whether that is through a pharmacy, help to get the care and support they need to treat their mental health and their physical health as whole health. That none of us woke up today and said, oh, great, today I'm just going to focus on my physical health or today I'm going to focus on my mental health. We likely woke up and we're like, shoot, I got to get going. I got to make sure I get myself to work. Oh, I got to pay that utility bill. I have to get my kids here, there. But often as as providers, as healthcare professionals, we separate people's mental health from their physical health. So we at CVS Health bring our heart to your health. And that means we're meeting you wherever you're at on your journey. That mental health well-being, our mental health needs as much care and feeding as our physical health. And that everyone, absolutely everyone will experience some type of mental health disruption And that doesn't mean that we're broken, that we're less than, that we're anything but normal. So that's what we do. We bring the care, the support, the services to communities, to members all throughout the country. Thank you for that explanation. I appreciate that. And I do want to just give one clarification because I realized I messed up Dr. Walker's, the title of Dr. Walker's book, and I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to give the correct title for our listeners. The correct title is The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. Navigate an unequal system, learn tools for emotional wellness, and get the help you deserve. Thank you for that, Dr. Dom. And thank you, Cara, for your overview of the work that your your team is doing. Now, I know for many, well, I'll say for all of us, it has been a wild past few years, right? The pandemic just really caught us all by surprise, right? And the pressure from economic and social conditions continues to mount on all sides. And we really haven't had an official mourning of those lost in the pandemic and work has not slowed down. Bills haven't slowed down. And now we're 
faced with this monkeypox, whatever, whatever this is going to be for us, there's another thing, right? And so the question that we have for you is, what are some of the long-term mental health issues that we're facing as a society in these uncertain times? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, you're so right. There is so much grieving that needs to take place. And if you just think about the pandemic, the pandemic, social unrest, monkeypox, all of this is impacting everyone's ability to be their best. And the pandemic itself has touched everyone. What we have seen is that this pandemic has caused us to have greater fear, anxiety, stress. And actually, six out of 10 people would tell you that the pandemic itself has impacted their total mental well-being. They feel less resilient, less positive, less ability to handle stress. So we know it's impacting everyone. We also know there's something called micro losses, that it's one thing if, let's say, the pandemic started and your kids had to be at home. They, they did homeschool instead of going to school. There's a loss there. And let's say you have a college student and they didn't get to go to college. There's a loss there. Or maybe your job changed and it was a job loss. That's an impact. So what we know is any of those situations on their own, people can handle. It is when we have these micro losses that happen over and over and over. As a community, our resiliency goes down. So it wasn't just that your kids started to be homeschooled, your job changed, your finances changed. Maybe one of your parents got sick or you didn't get to visit socially. You didn't get to go on that family visit. Maybe your housing situation changed. It's all of the impact. And what we're seeing as a result of the pandemic, it's like taking a rock and dropping that rock in the water. The ripples on our mental health are lasting for a very long time. And so there's never been more of an important time to look at how do we improve mental health well-being? How do we treat it as prevention and intervention, not only in crisis? And how do we make reality our friend as women that there's been a great impact on our mental well-being, but there are things we can do about it? Thank you for that explanation. I really like that visualization and explanation of micro loss. That visualization like helps me to really see and experience like what that really means, right? To have all those varied losses. And so we know that with all of these varied losses over the last three years and what you mentioned of wanting to find ways to work on prevention and intervention. What are some of the ways that CVS is keeping up with the demand for therapy? Because people are are saying, okay, all of these micro losses, I need help. And so what, what are some of the ways in which CPS, a CVS is keeping up with that demand? Yeah. And the demand is real. And that if there's 
any positive of a pandemic of social unrest and it's hard to it's hard to quantify any of that as positive one of the things we see is that you can't pick up a paper read an article look on social media without there being a conversation about mental health and you'll hear me talk specifically using that term mental well-being because Often in society, we talk about mental health as negative, all the things that are wrong with someone's mental health, instead of mental well-being that really looks at all the things we have and we can build and do to support our mental well-being. Absolutely, there are things like serious mental illness, schizophrenia, bipolar, substance use disorder. Again, that doesn't mean because someone has a chronic condition that they're broken. It doesn't. It means they have a condition that they need help managing. But everybody will experience something. So we at CBS Health are really working to normalize the conversation. One, again, like our physical health, our mental health needs care and nurturing. And it's just like Dr. Walker's quote, you really have to think about how do we protect our mental health well-being and nurture and care for it. And for some people, that's ensuring that you have quiet time every day. It might mean getting therapy. It might mean making sure you're sleeping more and getting rest. It might mean talking to a family member. The pandemic change that all up for us. And so what we saw as a result of the pandemic is people really needed care delivered differently. And they needed that care in the way that worked for them, who they are, and within their community, whether that was at home or in their work setting. So prior to the pandemic, we saw about 1% of those we serve using telemental health services. So a really low percent. Now we see about 60%. So we needed to augment and change to meet people where they're at. What we have seen is many people really lean into using telemental health services because they can feel connected via video. And we see that people are willing to tell that provider a lot right away. We're looking at each other. I am having this conversation with you. You don't need to be in person. Now, it doesn't mean that in-person care isn't needed. It's just that we see and we had to adapt that people really lean into the use of technology. So we, as CVS Health, leaned into technology. How do we ensure we provide virtual care? Think of working mothers. You might have a easier time scheduling an appointment when you can do it after work maybe really early in the morning, and you don't have drive time to an appointment. So it's really looking at how do we accommodate the needs. So that's one of the things we've done. The other thing we've done is we said not everybody wants to look at mental health, either digitally or in person, so or virtually or in person. So what are the resources we can provide online? So through cvshealth.com, we provide a whole host of resources that help people do assessments on, hey, I wonder what I'm feeling. Is this anxiety or do I feel, is it just stress? 
So we have a whole host of screening tools. We also have resources and toolkits, whether that's for you as a parent, as a caregiver, for a person that's taking care of your parents and your children. So a lot of resources online. And we also have services online that really help to self-navigate. Because some people would like to self-navigate their own resources before they ask for help. And then finally, what we have done is in, by the end of the year, it'll be about 84 locations. Right now it's about 61 locations. We have put actual licensed clinical social workers in our Minute Clinic Health Hubs that can see patients. The turnaround time is really quick. You don't have to wait very long. You can have an assessment on, you know, understanding what's happening to you. That licensed clinical social worker can help you look at your healthcare coverage to say, hey, this is covered. Here's what we can do. And you might end up just seeing that licensed clinical social worker. But let's say you have a higher acuity issue, maybe substance use disorder, you're drinking more, or you're experiencing some other type of chronic mental health condition. That licensed clinical social worker can help you make an appointment with the appropriate care provider right in your community. So if you think about what we're doing virtually, digitally, and with in-face person-to-person care, we're really democratizing access for people to get the support and nurture they need without having to jump through a lot of barriers. As I'm looking, as you were talking, I went on the website because I was like, okay, wait, no, I need to see for myself like what this actually looks like. And I am grateful that we are having this conversation with you because I think the more resources we can provide to our audience, the better. So I'm looking at this and I'm wondering, does someone who has private insurance, how, like, how are they a- able to access those resources? Like, what's the difference between someone who has private insurance, maybe doesn't have insurance, and wants to access these resources? Absolutely. You know, our services at CVS Health are payer agnostic. So think of that as your insurance, we likely take because we take a multiple, a plethora of numerous insurance providers. If someone doesn't have insurance or is underinsured, we're going to help that individual get care right there in their community. Because we know that's important, whether you have insurance or you don't have insurance, we need to help people get care right there in their community with providers that look like them, that understand their community ethos, that understand what they need as an individual and maybe as their family. So we really help people get the right care at the right time with the right provider. So whether you have private insurance and employer-sponsored insurance, or you don't have insurance, we really work to make sure people get navigated to the appropriate resource. That is super helpful and much needed. And we really want to dive more into this conversation in just a bit. But 
this is the point in our conversation, Carl, where we're going to shift up the energy. I know you probably do a lot of interviews. I don't think you've done anything like what we're about to do now. So I hope you're ready for it. Okay. <laughs> I hope so too. Sounds I hope fun. so. Fingers crossed. All right. So Carl, because we recognize and appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman on this podcast, we personally believe that you can be bougie, classy, and ratchet, Cara, okay? And you can still be elegant, right? And dance to strip club music if you so choose. So, Cara, we want to invite you to the OU Blatchet segment. So, do you take on the challenge? I do. I totally embrace the challenge. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We got her. We got her. All right. So, Cara, here's what you can expect. So, we are going to ask you three questions. We're going to share three sentence completions. And then we have three photos of you pulled up that we found on social media and okay. we're just going to ask you to choose one photo and okay. we want you to provide a bit more context about the photo that folks may not know just by looking at the photo so sounds good without further Great. ado we're going to jump on in i'll start off with the first question and this question is what's the best piece of advice or wisdom you've ever received and it can be about any topic in the world hands down don't make other people's reality yours and What that means is, for example, I have two high school daughters and often people say, oh my gosh, two high school daughters, that's going to be terrible. How are you even handling it? You know what? Two high school daughters is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. I am learning and growing and experiencing life with them. So hands down, try not to make other people's reality yours. I love it. Yes, that is so good. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Now I know your high school daughters are going to really want to know the answer to this question. Okay. All right. So, Car, we have four words for you. Okay. Twerk or two step? Oh, twerk. Okay. All right. Oh, we have to get your daughter's reaction when they hear this part of the conversation. I love it. Yep. They're going to be like, yes, mom. Yeah. They're going to say, get Perfect. it, mom. Get it, mom. Yeah. Get it, mom. Now, yep. the next question for you, our third question, third and final question is, what is the sexiest item you own? Well, I'm a lover of glasses. And I think my style is all about my glasses. And I think I wear its face jewelry. And I think it's very sexy. And when it's done right... I mean, it's a way to express ourselves. I'm going to say my eyewear. Yes. Okay. As a fellow eyewear, I'm, I'm just like, so lady, if you are listening to us and not watching us on Patreon, we suggest that you go and watch us on Patreon so you can check out Kara's eyewear that she is rocking tonight. Those, I noticed those right away. So... I I can imagine that you have lots of beautiful options. So I'm a fan of the face jewelry. I do like yours as well. Very, very pretty. Thank you. Thank you. And so we're going to move on to our sentence completion. Okay. One question or topic I wished people asked me about more often is... This is pretty easy for me. I wish people asked me more about how they could help advance the discussion, the positive discussion around mental health. And 
and decrease the negative discussion around mental health. We make it really a negative discussion when it's just part of who we are. Our mental health is, it's just like our physical health. So I wish we, I wish more people asked me about that. That's so amazing. What a coincidence, Cara. So the next sentence completion is one tip I would share with folks who want to positively enhance the conversation around mental health is... Mm. Truly ask those around you how they're doing. And I don't mean, hey, how are you? I mean, Terry, how are you? For the reals, I really want to know. And when you say to me, you know what, I'm really having a hard day or I'm not feeling myself or gosh, I just, I really don't feel like I am, have the energy or desire to do the things I have. Instead of me problem solving for you, my job is to listen, to support and to ask you how I can help you. And that help might be me suggesting that you see someone. So really asking each other, how are you? People want and need that personal connection. I love that tip, thank you. And so our final sentence completion. What I love most about myself is... I, hands down, love that I am a supporter of women. I can look at a woman and she might have something on that I wouldn't choose. She might be rocking it. The first thought in my head is, hot dog, she is up. She is doing her thing. She is taking on the world. I am a great supporter at women supporting women. And I feel like that is something that all of us need to empower is the support of one another. Because gosh, we are important to the community, to the the environment, to the ecosystem, to the leadership. We need women supporting women. Yeah, that is definitely super important. I'm glad that you pointed out the fact that it can be someone that's wearing something that you might not wear. Or maybe they have a different perspective even yes. and still supporting, right? I love that. That's super important for us because we know how sometimes some women can be, right? It's not our reality though, but some yeah. women can oh, be that right. way. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you making a note of that. So Cara, now we have three photos pulled up that we found of you on oh. social media. Yes. <laughs> and what we want you to do is we want you to choose a number you can choose a number out of one and three, and then we'll show okay. you that one particular photo. So what is the number of choice? Two. That's my best number. Two. Oh, you're going to love this picture. All right. So what, what we'd love you to do is give us some context for those that are only listening to this episode. Tell them what you're looking at in just a moment, and then give us some context about this photo that we would not know by looking at this photo. Aww. Oh, I... <laughs> So this is a photo of me with my two high school daughters. And this is when they were both going to homecoming last year. And what I love about this is neither of them had a date. I would say an official date. They went with a group of friends 
they both are very different in their style and they both were supporting one another. Like, gosh, you just look so great. And I'll tell you in this picture, I just am a proud mother. I, this is that whole point of not making others reality yours. And how lucky am I to stand with these two lovely humans that are teaching me what it means to be a mother. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us. Yes. I'm glad that's that. the picture that came up. I, I know. Mean, that was so good. Yes. You said to use your number. Yes. <laughs> it's my number. And you had some beautiful face jewelry on, I might add. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Like the face jewelry. Okay. So, Carl, we are going to dive back into the interview. So, thank you for playing Oh, You Blatchet. I loved it. So, we know that with the announcement of Roe v. Wade, it has brought up so many emotions for so many people. What are some of the steps that CVS Health is taking to assist women, particularly Black women, because we know that usually Black women and other women of color are oftentimes disproportionately affected by these laws? What is CVS Health doing to help women as they make these tough choices about their health? Absolutely. You know, we take it very seriously that we have the opportunity to help support women in communities. And so we know that this is a trying time. And as we talked about People have different thoughts and feelings about this topic. So our role is to ensure that women have the support and care they need. And as I, as I talk specifically around mental health, that people need an avenue to talk about this, need access to appropriate therapy, need support in their community and need a way to get the care they deserve without having to jump through a lot of hoops. And so we really work to provide access to quality care within communities so we can meet people wherever they're at on that journey. That also includes, you know, one of the things we started in the pandemic is there were numerous issues, whether it was the pandemic itself, or you were a parent at home trying to homeschool your kids, or you had a loved one die during the pandemic and you didn't get to mourn in person, we started a series called Here For You. And Here For You is a virtual platform. We have a licensed therapist who leads that platform. And we have specific topics that people can join and talk about these topics guided by a therapist. And it might be, you know, what's happening in a certain community, what's happening with a certain issue, what's happening, how can we improve mental health access to our teenagers or the black community, the brown community. So that's one example of what we have done. We have done it on so many different topics. And what we see is that People embrace the opportunity to join virtually because we make it really easy for people to, to come as they are. 
We focus it specifically on the issues at hand. And then we talk about ways to improve your resiliency, to address the issues, and to get additional care and support as needed. So that's an example of what we do because you're right. These are really personal issues. There isn't a one size that fits all. And we're here to support people where they're at. And so that means trying different strategies, addressing different options, and making it easier for people to get care. Very helpful. Thank you for reviewing that. And when it comes to like the various forms of therapy that insurance companies cover and how the client can receive coverage for a form of therapy that may not be on the list of services, do you have any insight or advice around that? So it's really important that we make sure we get people to the right type of care. And often, I mean, we expect people in mental health to know what they're experiencing. I'm a woman who, after a second, my second child, I'm in this field and had postpartum anxiety. And I thought, oh my gosh, am I having a heart attack? You know, I had these just crazy chest pains and and I didn't know. We don't know what we don't know. And so one of the things we really do is work to normalize the conversation to help people with access to screening tools, whether that's online or in person, and to not have to know, I mean, the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist and a social worker. I mean, what we need people to focus on is if you're not feeling good, what could you do? You can go to any minute clinic and we can provide a mental health screening to help you. And you can do it virtually or in person. In some locations, as I said, we have specific licensed clinical social workers. So we have to re- really remove those barriers because, as I said, my example, I'm in this field and I was having this anxiety and didn't know what to do. And so let's not make people have to guess on what their issue is or who they should see. Let's let the professionals help you so we can get you to the right point of care. Thank you for that. I appreciate that response. And, you know, one of the things that is important, in addition to, I really love that clarifying because I, as a psychologist, I get that question all the time of people being sure. confused on the difference between psychiatrists, psychologists, social worker, marriage and family therapist, licensed counselor, like all of the very nurse practitioner who specializes in mental health, like those, all of those things can be confusing. But one of the things that I know for sure is that there aren't as many mental health, black mental health providers as there are black folks who are seeking mental health services. And so what are the ways in which CVS Health is addressing that disparity and how can clients determine if their therapist is a good cultural fit for them? Gosh, it's so, so important because it's not just about getting people access to care. Just access alone isn't enough. It's access, it's quality. We have to make sure it's a quality And it is a right fit. So Dr. Dom, you know this so well. If I'm coming to see you and you and I hit it off, 
I'm already going to do better. I'm already going to do better. But if I come to see you and I don't think you understand what I'm going through or my situation, my outcomes are likely to be less than ideal. So we really have to make sure that people have access to providers that they have a connection with that are driving quality clinical outcomes and that really understand that person and their needs. And you're spot on there. We don't have enough black therapists. And so we as CVS Health do things like invest in colleges and universities and provide scholarships to black, brown communities to increase the number of people we have going into the mental health field. We do things like we have an initiative called Project Health and Health Zones, and those are places that we offer in different communities mental health services that are aligned with community events taking place. And the providers in those communities represent the population they're serving. And then we do things like adding providers of color, whether it's black or brown or LGBTQ, to our network to ensure that we continue to meet the demands of a very, very diverse population. This doesn't work if people can't find a provider that they feel understands their needs and their situation. So it's a, it's a growing effort. I won't say we have it all wrapped up, but I will tell you we're working really hard and I can't put in a bigger plug for people thinking about going into the mental health field. We need it. We need a diverse set of providers that understand community and are interested in providing care and support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else that maybe we didn't ask that you think is important for our audience to know? We'd love to soak up any other gems in closing so we can share them with our our audience. You know, one thing I would, I would love to share is that probably the worst thing I hear is when people say, gosh, I wish I would have asked for help sooner. Or, or when people say, I just, I'm just trying to make it to, through this day or to my vacation or, or I just have to make it until I have, you know, the weekend or gosh, I, I shouldn't feel this way. I have so much going for me and so-and-so has it worse. What I want to say to people is, one, no one has to do this alone. We don't have to hold tight and just hope we can make it to Friday or make it to a vacation or make it. We don't have to do this alone. Two, asking for help and sharing when we're not okay, is one of the bravest things we can do. And that is, that is courageous. And three, there is help and support available, whether it's through cvshelp.com, local mental health, community resources and community clinics, or even your primary care provider. You don't have to think that you're alone 
that people don't understand because there's a lot of people like us that are here to say, it's totally normal. Let us help you. Lovely closing words. We appreciate that. And we'd love for you to let folks know where they can connect with you, your team, what next steps you'd like to share with them. And yeah, where they can find you all and get connected. Sure. So all these resources are available at cbshealth.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Cara McNulty. You'll also see that I post a lot of blogs. I post a lot of articles that really help to normalize the situation, especially for women and women supporting women. We don't have to do this alone. We are a beautiful, brilliant, and fierce population. And what better than to support one another in this journey? Thank you so much, Car. We really enjoyed this interview and we know that our listeners are going to take away so many important gems and so many important tips on how to get connected and how CVS Health can help in their mental well-being. So thank you. It's been a thrill to be here, Dr. Dom and Terry. Thank you for having me and thank you for your advocacy for women, for mental health, and sharing just your voice in this important conversation. Thank you. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Just because I can do it all doesn't mean I have to do it all.